0: The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Storm You'll find out what happened to Frankenstein And other stuff that never happened s- Freaking nerds
1: The Boogie Monster Podcasting the unknown Tim, what, what, what's, your, what's your strong drink?
0: My strong drink is uh, tequila soda. There you go. You hey. got me on those te- tequila sodas, man.
1: It's just a refreshing summertime beverage
0: with a little bit of orange bitters. Mm-hmm. A little bitters in there. So a little splash. I'm of starting flavor. to experiment with bitters. Uh huh. A- yeah, I got. Uh, I got a bottle of orange bitters, and I have some peach bitters, and I have some ginger bitters. Ooh! So it's just a real bitter party over
1: here. Someone's uh, someone's culinary skills are uh, mingling into the beverage world.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, last night I had uh, get this tequila bitters, pomegranate juice, and a splash of Sprite. So uh, yeah, I'm turning into quite the mixologist. If you
1: get a silver tequila, I think that's a very diverse alcohol. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And you do a lot with splashes in a tequila. I'll tell you that. I'm having a big old glass of rosé. Just drained. The, oh yeah. Just drained the rest of the box we had in the fridge. Took the space bag out. <laughs> squoze a it. squeeze it like a bagpipe. Got the last of that rosé out of there. There you go. So that's what we're trying. So yeah, sorry we started. And also you said you're it's 2.40. You haven't eaten food yet, Dave?
0: I haven't eaten today.
1: This no. this makes me worried like oh, yeah. when a pet doesn't eat breakfast. Like, oh, something's wrong. <laughs> can go out in the yard and eat some I grass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My stomach hurts. <laughs> um no, I went on a went on a long walk today and uh around lunchtime. Didn't eat breakfast. Around lunchtime, went on a long walk, and by the time I got back, I was, uh I don't like to eat. I, I know it's hard to believe that there's a, a time of day I don't like to eat, but I don't like to eat after uh, after uh exercising, like when I'm hot and sweaty. Last thing I want to do is eat I don't at like, that point. Yeah, so it's, it's just, like another uh,
1: workout in itself, especially yeah, the way you eat. I've seen just, you eat. It's uh, its own exercise.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um So yeah, just... uh didn't find the time to eat today. That doesn't happen often.
1: Hey, but, uh, I'm glad you did so yeah, you did uh, a walk. You didn't eat. Look who's trying to live a little longer.
0: Yeah, and instead <laughs> instead I got a real strong uh, tequila drink. So it's creeping up on me, man. I might get a little, little silly. Too- my my consonants might start dissolving.
1: Dude, hey, man, I say go for I'm on the other end. I've just been
0: <sighs> fucking just drink. That's all I'm doing is drinking. We had a
1: delayed start because I had the shits. My whole fucking my body (laughs) sounds like a cappuccino (laughs) machine.
0: It's disgusting. Uh, gross. Yeah, yeah. So that's
1: you know we got we got it was good. We got sushi, but there's certain foods that even if the food's good, it's like Mm -hmm. I gotta eat it in the restaurant. I don't know if you feel yeah. that way, like sushi I, I I agree i want it I want to know they just touched it, and then it's to me, right there, right on the plate, right after they did their little magic on it. Mm-hmm. It's just something about like fish out of a piece of Styrofoam. raw fish out of styrofoam. yeah, but it was still good, and I, I, I don't agree. think that's what I'm sick of. I'm not sick from that or anything, but it's always that and pho. like the soup I want the soup coming mm-hmm. out in the bowl. You know what I mean?
0: You know what else I've uh, experienced recently that doesn't uh, travel well as far as delivery or takeout? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mexican food, oddly enough. I've had some bad uh, delivered Mexican food. I think just, you know, once it gets 15, 20 minutes old, the cheese starts getting cold, things start to congeal. It's just uh, it's not as, as fun as the restaurant.
1: Yeah, I could see getting a Chipotle and tucking that under your arm and just... Running with it, but like, would yeah? If you got if you got nachos or something, it's like fries. You can't get fries delivered. You can't. It ha- can't be in an yeah. enclosed space. It's being steamed.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, fries got a real short shelf life. Yeah, man, fries got
1: homemade fries, baby. You doing homemade fries at all?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Not not often because it uh, it's some work. It's the way mess, I do yeah. them, I uh, I have to you double fry them and. Uh, you soak them in water first, then you fry them halfway, then you let them sit, then you fry them again. But uh, oh, okay, no, it's good, it's worth it. Uh Speaking of food, dude, got a couple of nice uh, acquisitions this week to my uh, to my kitchen. All right, I got I got a meat grinder. Oh. well, not not a not a meat grinder per se. I got the meat grinder attachment to my uh, KitchenAid mixer.
1: Oh, okay, uh, still, okay, still
0: still still pretty solid machine there. Um, so I've always wanted a meat grinder. I've always wanted to be able to grind my own meat for burgers and whatnot. <laughs> uh, so I got that, and I got a burger press, like a burger mold, little little contraption that you you uh, put the meat into, and you press it down, it makes a perfect little patty. Oh boy, you sent it's, me it's a, about to be burger time you, over here. You
1: just sent me a picture of that just out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> you, yeah like, i was i was proud of people
1: it. Like, like we text about the show and otherwise we're like you know not a lot of news <laughs> going back and forth we're just like burger press <laughs> the picture of it and i know you get all kinds of food stuff but some of burger press really must have tickled you
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm playing with it right now man i'm very excited about this thing as well would
1: do, so, were we talking about it on the show or were we talking about it on text where i was like i hate to admit it but pan fried burger better than a grill
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah, uh, and I agree. Um, I think I've gone on record with that. I mean, the grill, everybody likes to romanticize the grill. The grill is fun. You're outdoors. There's smoke. There's fire. Um, but, man, steaks and burgers, I uh, I prefer a cast-iron skillet. Finally, a more, heterosexual you know, man can
1: cook without feeling self-conscious.
0: <laughs> Weber Grills. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, uh, I'm all about a pan-fried burger, so... Mm, of course, now I've recently uh, the thing that I got into a few months ago was a smash burger. So I do those on my cast iron griddle. I got this oh, big, uh, okay. just a big, big rectangle slab of cast iron, oh, yeah. just just like a flat top griddle. But I put that. You sit that on top of the. Uh, it, it goes across two burners mm-hmm. on the stove. So you, you just uh, do that, and uh, it serves as like a flat-top griddle like you'd have at a restaurant or something. And Boy, smash those burgers down with a uh, mason, masonry trowel. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's about to be on over here, dude. I'm really gonna I up didn't up even get the
1: masonry trowel quite yet. I was like, oh,
0: yeah. What's, yeah.
1: Oh, okay.
0: A, use that to smash that meat down real thin, oh. and then you put the raw onions on top of that, smash that into the meat. Oh, boy. Oh, we've gone over this, Kyle. I think I got to make burgers tonight. I think I got to make some burgers. I,
1: I was like, I like that the Reddit just has a food, its own thing, like, what you making for food this week? And that has more responses than anything we've done as a show. There's <laughs> people chiming in about the food they made over the course of the week. I'm like, I just, I like seeing the oh.
0: community. I'm just happy to see the community. On the, on the Boogie Monster Reddit, they're talking food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah,
1: they're all just sharing recipes. I'm like, ah, I like that. There's a little, <laughs> there's a little gang out there just talking to each other. It makes me happy. Because yeah. I, I was thinking about this. I mean, we're coming up on five years.
0: Uh, four years. Four years. Uh, in a, in a in about a week. Yeah, four years. So four years. I think August
1: August first, 2016. August. Okay, so previous mm-hmm. prior to Trump's election stuff. because like, I was just I was thinking about like the idea of conspiracy theories. It's because they were fun, and they're not fun anymore.
0: No, because they're kind of real. Well, but nobody's scary. believing in
1: the – well, like we're going to say, like, all right, un, unmarked federal agents kidnapping people in Portland, mm-hmm. 15 away minutes away from where I am now. Nope. Isn't this yep. – like we said, isn't this the tyrannical government that all these guns rights activists yeah. talk about? But we're not. Yeah, we're not second amendment folks. Yeah, that's not the conspiracy theories. It's that five G yeah. is going to give babies uh, hair mm-hmm. lips or something. Like, I like that's the shit that we're going with. And I just and, I, I saw. A, and I want to uh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say. And I just watched some John Oliver clip. Like, rarely do I mm-hmm. check in with that kind of stuff. But about him doing a pretty good job of like why conspiracies can propagate and why, because the internet makes them seem real and it can look
0: mm-hmm. and and
1: saying like a very, like there's jokes in it, but like a very easy way of like, Hey, let's double check, go to other verified, trusted sources, see if they're yeah. <coughs> confirming this. And like, one of the points that he made that made a lot of sense to me was about how, like, do you realize that if the the conspiracy you believe in is true, how many people would have to keep it a secret? Like just like, I think the example mm-hmm. that he used was like, if the moon landing was truly fake, faked, mm-hmm. it was like over four hundred thousand people would have had to keep that a secret.
0: Really, that many were would have hypothetically been involved. Yeah, and
1: you know what? And that's I don't know how that that's the number they came up with, but just uh-huh. the idea that if some giant operation was truly a conspiracy. How many people mm-hmm. would have to keep it a secret? And then his example is like, try planning a mid sized surprise party and yeah. see how <laughs> difficult it is to keep <laughs> it a secret. And it was like, it was, I mean, it used humor to get the point across. I was like, yeah. I'm like, no, oh, no, 5G is abs- it's absolutely going to, that's there to control your minds. And, and mm-hmm. Bill Gates absolutely wants to microchip everybody with a coronavirus vaccine. But thank God only mm-hmm. three people are brave enough to think I'd only cue as the one inside guy with the knowledge. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh man. There's, like, real things yeah. to get upset about. There's real things.
0: I, I mean, that's a good point. You know, the people can't keep a secret. However, mm. I still think that, I mean, look at the military. There's stuff going on that the military's doing, that, that they have been doing for years, that the American public doesn't know about. Those those people in the know inside the military that are doing those things, they're they're keeping a secret, or at least kind of well. So I, I think it's possible to keep some secrets. But yeah, 400,000 people, but, you know there's, there's going to be a leak. But I still, I, I'm on the fence. I mean, yeah, some conspiracy theories obviously seem completely ridiculous. But that being said, I, I wouldn't put it past our government to to obviously do some shady shit and be secretive about it. So I I'm yeah,
1: I'm mixed just, too because I I feel that way. Mm-hmm. It's I keep using the same analogy. It's like being a Sublime fan. You're like hey, Sublime's a good band and then you meet a, a fan of Sublime. You're like, "Oh, I'm with them. I can't like this anymore."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh man. It's uh, <laughs> I, I I it's tough because I, I yeah, I don't Oh, yes, absolutely. There's, I'm sure there's some sort of alien technology that we've taken as the government. But also, wear your fucking masks, you fucking idiots. Yeah. <sighs> dude. I, I know it's, it's Man, a
0: hypocritical go, standpoint.
1: I know that. I know that.
0: Man, going back to the Portland stuff, uh, and, and we started to touch on it, but these, these fucking Second Amendment people, like, this is what you've been talking about your whole life. huh. T- tyranny. Like a, a tyrannical government, like abusing its own citizens. Where are you at? Where are you at now? Well, it's, I don't. It's only I mean, abusing uh, citizens
1: they don't agree with.
0: And you know that Oregon is filled with those people. Probably, you know. I'm not saying I know Portland is incredibly left leaning, but you go 15 miles in any direction, you're going to find some of those camo vest AR-15 second amendment fuck nuts yeah. where are you at now dude where are you at this is your chance this is your chance to shine oh
1: no because yeah. because Ugh. the people they're taking out they're like they're glad all these 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 rabble-rousers mm. that are the destruction which is spray paint the destruction you're talking about spray paint It's spray paint
0: it's and it's the same thing too with this uh the rebel flag stuff the confederate flag stuff uh, oh it's it's heritage not hate well what happens when, a, when fucking Nazis in the KKK co-opt your fucking symbol, you don't, I don't see anybody too upset about that. If I truly was a, f- a fan of the Confederate flag and, and I was as righteous as some of these fuckwads pretend to be, I would be, I'd be pissed off and irate that, that Nazis and KKK members have co-opted my symbol of heritage. Mm-hmm. But uh, oddly, not a, not a lot of pushback. Against the, the neo Nazis and the in the Klan,
1: I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the, what I have that I would like back away from. Oh, you know, I I saw there's a documentary coming out about the artist that created uh, Pepe the Frog. You know that
0: whole Which one's Pepe the Frog? Oh, is that the, the QAnon thing? Yeah, like that became a meme yeah. for all this alt right. Mm-hmm. And the,
1: the guy who created it, he was, he was just an artist. Like, he had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with it. And became like the first meme of that movement and about how this guy's like uh-huh. now actively trying to get his artwork, like trying to reclaim it for his own because it's been co-opted. Mm-hmm. By the all right. So that looks like it's not out yet. I saw a trailer for it. It looks like it's going to be interesting. But, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of, like, what do I have in my life that I would be so, like, up in arms if it had to be, you know, rebranded. I, th- th- there's a whole argument. Mm. Well, well, it's just, hey, man, what's the problem? It's just a flag. Cool. Then why is it a problem if somebody kneels? You know, why is it why? Fucking yeah. flags. People have hard-ons mm-hmm. about yeah. flags. A piece of fabric that does nothing. It's not pants, dude. It's not been- a blanket. You can't if you wear it as pants or a blanket. It's disrespectful. It can only be a piece mm-hmm. of fabric. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what am I gonna? Just, I don't get it. We're just being angry, angry old men. Hopefully for the right side. Well, of and. That. And, and I know that this, is, this news,
0: much, you know. this news, is a few weeks old. But just the statue stuff, you know, uh, people in the South getting upset that people want to tear down their statues of fucking slave owners, of uh, oppressive leaders. Fucking Tennessee, at least a few, as of a few weeks ago, still has at least one statue of Nathan Bedford Forrest. On government property, he was the fucking founder of the KKK. <laughs> this is on government property. Well,
1: all right. Here, here's an example, Dave. Like, think about anything like in terms of comedy. Like, all right, right now, like they're they're petitioning Trader Joe's to stop calling things Trader Giotto's and Trader Jose's.
0: I saw that. I, by the way, who called I, that ten years I ago? Have a stake in that. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: But Shut I do. The fuck up. But I. But now I will. Like I think that is silly. Like, mm-hmm. why is that racist? If if the joke is real, it means there's really a person named Trader Joe who's doing that. That's racist. Mm-hmm. But that's a joke. Mm-hmm. This is a company mm-hmm. that. just, What if their food was just named, you know, Mama Sophia's pasta. Would that be racist, even uh-huh. though it came from the same company?
0: So no, that's a good question. I've thought a lot about that. Like just utilizing uh, a group of people to promote, like, well, that's the same conversation that's going on with sports. Like Washington Redskins could be seen as a slur. It probably is a slur. No, Redskins, it is. it's a
1: slur, but it's a y- slur, yeah.
0: And the reason I'm defensive about this is because I'm a huge Atlanta Braves fan. Now, Redskin, obviously a slur, but is Brave, the Braves, or, you know, what if Mm -hmm. there was the Warriors, or like, where's the line? Like, just because, like, and I get the argument of like, well, no group of people should be a mascot. Yeah. But I'm wondering about things like, or the, the Cleveland Indians, you know, theirs is more of a, I mean, I think the problem there lies in the logo where they got like the big cartoonish. But would you be upset Indian if a, they changed the Braves? I wouldn't be upset. But um, it's the it same argument as long as they don't take. The, it's
1: like, well, but at this point, it's just the team. It's not like about anything. Like, it's the same argument you were having against, you know, the people that wanted well, I to mean, maintain I, the Confederate flag.
0: I guess my question is like, Obviously, something that is clearly a slur, like a redskin, but is is a, is the Braves? Is that a slur? Is that disrespectful to Native Americans? Or could the argument be made that it's oh we're honoring them because they're heroic and you know they represent you know yeah. uh, power and and, and and fighting? Nothing like, says I, honoring
1: I a group of people like uh, getting <laughs> drunk and eating a ten dollar hot dog.
0: But the same could be said <laughs> for like a. a I'm sure there's a hockey team or a soccer team or something. The Knights, you know, like is it the fact that it's that it that it has to do with a specific group of people, regardless if it's a negative a specific group of
1: people that probably had previously occupied that land and then was kicked out by the very people who named the team after them?
0: Yeah, True. that's yeah, I okay, mean, that's where I would okay. see.
1: That's not for us to determine. Okay, if if
0: yeah, okay. indigenous
1: people want to be like that's in- offensive that's who i would mm-hmm. listen to that's whose opinion w- w- would matter to me about that
0: not somebody okay, so who's so like but i've been a fan factor. but i've been
1: a fan my whole life yeah
0: really no and i i mean i really wouldn't have a problem like if they changed the name i i was just trying to get out in front of it of like okay is that you know the redskins i've always thought that was because the redskins just how can that not be a slur but you know, I, I just knew that uh, eventually the, the Atlanta Braves are going to have to deal with that. And, uh, yeah, the the question being, like, where's the line? Is it just, you know, get rid of all mascots that uh, pertain to a group of people and keep well, it to That's what I'm laughing keep it like, to animals nobody and Nobody's
1: everything. yelling about the fighting Irish yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll come. I mean, yeah, right sure. now, if mm-hmm. this conversation continues, it'll come. And, I, again, I don't. I also don't, but where I'm trying to think where it would hit home for us is like, if it's a joke, you Mm -hmm. know, it's a joke, Mm -hmm. but like somebody made some comment. I got a joke about like, Hey, sometimes gentrification is good. And it's just about how sometimes there's shitty things that go away when things get gentrified. There's a nicer thing in its place. Mm -hmm. That's simple. But somebody, you know, managed to somehow turn it into a conversation, not even a conversation because I didn't really respond, but about how that's why brianna taylor was killed because of gentrification because i don't know maybe mm-hmm. if the area they live in is now more panicked white people calling the police but like i'm not going to follow that line of thinking i think she was killed because uh police uh, inacted, uh inimpro- wildly
0: inappropriately that's yeah I think and by that's the way what's the, the hold up there What's the delay on solving that? Well, I don't know. They're like, well, injustice. one of
1: them got fired. I'm like, that's the that's the least that should happen if you murder someone on the job mm-hmm. is that you don't get to have that job anymore. That still just means they'll have to get another job because they have freedom. Yeah. And this wasn't even a case where I was like, oh, the guy assaulted an officer, but then ran and his back was turned, and they shot. Even then, look, like, okay, it's questionable. Mm-hmm. This is like we went to the wrong house
0: she was asleep in her own bed and, and was murdered
1: and and the boyfriend fired on her with a legal firearm the fact that he was even mm-hmm. arrested at any point during this again hey two a fuckers why aren't you getting loud about this nra this is exactly the situation you talk about no, as far as yeah, I've I guarantee,
0: heard, if it was uh, not a there's a white woman that got murdered in her bed. Uh, they'd speak up. I guarantee fucking tell you they would.
1: Yeah, so if a
0: white dude that tried to defend his his family with a with a legal gun and, and a, got arrested. I guarantee you they'd speak up.
1: And again, I don't see the connection in me saying that. You know, when there's an abandoned field with dirty needles in it, and then after gentrification, it's a Best Buy. I'm not Maybe. seeing the connection to Brianna Taylor's murder by police, but someone is. Mm-hmm. And uh, hmm. they're telling me that that joke is inappropriate right now because of their thoughts on that. And uh, hmm. the inside voice in me uh, wants to tell them to go uh, either take their head out of their ass or shove it further up it. Outside voice hmm. of me is like, all right, everybody's worked up about stuff, and we are seeing linkage between all these issues. I'm going to disagree Because I know what I'm doing is a joke, and you're only responding to a 10-second snippet of a 15-minute long story, Mm -hmm. which is, again, the problem that everybody has. You see a 10-second clip of something online, and that's what you're going to let direct your anger or outrage you need to do more research. Like the John Oliver thing mm-hmm. about, like, look up about conspiracy theories and find out what, if what you're reading is a verified piece of information. He tore apart that Plandemic movie, which I had not seen, because I think it'll just get me pissed. But
0: ah, whew. Well, and we've talked about this, you know, as far as uh, disinformation. But nowadays, like, I mean, I don't know how to, to vet some of this stuff. You know, I know we've talked you've talked about, you know, just two I'll more. Show clicks, you, yeah, but I'll like, show you
1: how to who, vet it. Go to, to the say, second page of Google searches, Dave. That's all I've ever done whenever you've brought shit to this podcast. It's like just look no, at the second page. Is,
0: <laughs> how do we know the second click and the third click and the fourth click isn't disinformation? You know?
1: <laughs> oh. oh. It's disinformation coming to disinform the already misinformed man. Mm-hmm. This is a fool's errand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's like, what else it's going it's on? It's like up when there? you get
1: too drunk, so you smoke a little weed, but then you got two stones, mm-hmm. so you drink some more to level it out, and then you're just barfing and shitting everywhere by the end of the night. <laughs> Like, let's take it easy. No, but do, do
0: you understand? Do you understand my question? Like, I, I get trying to vet your sources, but like, who's to say what source? Well, I, it feels like every piece of journalism has an agenda, has an angle. Well, it's
1: my, my my buddy sending me a thing where his news source was like World News Daily, some right wing news source He says I don't know. This is in the news. I'm like, that's not the news. That's your news. It's not. The news, just as much as yeah. I would not send anybody a link to a Huffington Post article and say, "Check out uh-huh. what's in the news." That's news for people for that kind of thing. Now, the tough part is, what is the news? Because obviously, Fox is right wing. Obviously, CNN mm-hmm. uh, skews left. Yeah, that's my question. So, where's the news? There, I, there, I wish I could find. There's one website that like would mark everything with like. Red, blue, or purple to say like what was right, what was left, and what was kind of more of neutral reporting. Uh-huh. And uh, now I'm forgetting the name of that one. But something like that, we're like, all right, here's, you know, it's like documentaries are always going to be subjective. Mm-hmm. You can't make an objective documentary. It's always going to have some slant to it. Unfortunately, that seems like mm-hmm. how the news is. Except it's not uh the president's a fucking retard and that will be <laughs> that will be reflected in the reporting even in neutral reporting that's reflected and that's where people think i th- this is my opinion where people are like oh see the the media just wants to tear trump down no he's a fucking idiot and he's doing it to himself yeah he's himself. doing that
0: by himself yeah yeah
1: it's a give somebody enough rope except that is not uh that excuse is not employed by people that are like, "See, man, he just keeps winning." I we're not going to get mad about this.
0: You see this any, is winning? Do you see any ghosts or anything? Look at this country. I see any ghosts? I wish. Uh, fucking well we will oh, because man.
1: enough people are dying from coronavirus.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You see Dude. any corona ghosts on long
0: beach? How's it up there? How's it in uh, Beaverton as far as when you go out uh what's what percentage of people are wearing masks in public?
1: Uh, I have, I, because I kind of skip looking at a lot of news or like local news. I mean, uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if, what the mandate is. We obviously wear a mask. Now I think it's masks every, in any enclosed space. Mm-hmm. And so we went out, we were out last week. We were actually in Portland and had like a couple drinks on an outdoor patio where the servers were mm-hmm. wearing the masks and we were outside and you know, all the tables are X amount of feet away. And so that point's like, all right, six feet away, masks when you're not drinking or eating. All right. You know, but uh, and inside any business is wear a mask. And here, yeah. here in Beaverton, I think you get a few more of the buck up against the system types, but it hasn't been bad. Like we'll go to a mm-hmm. Costco or the grocery store, everybody's got the masks on. You see one or two people with it off, and I'm like, but not, I don't think in a sense of like, Somebody say something to me. I'm here to make a statement. I think it's more of just like, Mm -hmm. if somebody says something, they'll put it on, but they're just being ignorant.
0: Man, going back to uh, President Dumbfuck there. uh, I know you probably saw this. I guess, what's his name? Chuck Woolery. He tweeted something. (laughs) I'm paraphrasing. Where He basically said, Chuck Woolery basically tweeted that this is all a hoax. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. President Trump, retweeted that does that mean president trump thinks that this is also a hoax or
1: did you not see the follow-up of that no chuck woolery got COVID. no and then had to apologize that it wasn't a hoax and then deleted his twitter account <laughs> jesus christ does
0: trump th- what is what is his mindset uh, what is his mindset does he think like what does he think that 130 something thousand people aren't dead I think Like seriously, man, what what does he think?
1: Like I I don't. I th- you stop using the word think. <laughs> I think that's your problem. Stop using. I
0: mean, this is cartoonish.
1: Yeah, and people really think he's like the the rabble rouser that's just shaking up the system, and it's like. No, I mean you know Mulaney's bit about a horse in a hospital is pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, we're all like that. Shouldn't be there. (laughs) There's a fucking horse in here. Like we, we're not saying anything that's anybody's going to be surprised on our standpoint.
0: I still think if anybody, I can't believe anybody would be listening to this podcast
1: and think differently.
0: But I've said it before. (laughs) We can't normalize this behavior. Like no, and I know it's redundant to always call out the ridiculous shit that Trump does, but. That doesn't make it okay. Like this is insanity.
1: We got uh, 3 months and then we'll see what kind oh, of what kind of what kind of military we have to send in to pull his dumpy ass out of that chair <laughs> if that happens. Oh that's and just, yeah, like, that's the other thing he not, says. It's still not sure. Everybody, I I know voting seems like a fucking scam but fucking vote, please. Please vote. I'm I'm being a hypocrite because I used to be the guy who hated when showbiz folks would be like, w- no matter what happens, mm-hmm. you just need to vote because I know what their agenda is. Don't tell me to vote because I could vote for the person you disagree with, and then you wouldn't want me to vote. But if you're listening to this program, I think I would hope that you're voting.
0: With some, did you hear that uh, he made some comment the other day about if he loses, he 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 won't accept the results or he's going to wait and see or something like how funny and ironic would it be if his little Homeland security, uh, fucking squad had to drag his ass out of the white I, house I think in November. There's
1: people with no couth and no class who can still make a great point. It's like the wolf from Pulp Fiction, Harvey Keitel, <laughs> When he's like, I don't know, a little pleaser. Thank you. could be nice. I'm sorry. I didn't know I needed that. Here, please clean up all this, sh-. you know? So you can <laughs> we'll be, be you can top. be an asshole, but your heart can be in the right place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's harder for you to get your agenda across, but you can be like, a, you know, not have social skills, but get things, you know, have people's best interests at my, at Mm-hmm. in your mind this is not the case this is like no class no cooth, and no brains so
0: and there's no better no there's no message
1: in there that's like oh he's not he's he's not a great guy but the things he's doing are good i don't think that some people think that that's the case i have a buddy who's like well i mm-hmm. i don't agree with a lot of what he says but i respect the office i don't know where this line came in i respect the office cool how many times did you say that when obama was in yeah, was it none? Because if it was none, then you don't. Why are we angry?
0: Also, hey, where are we at, at on fun. Bounty Gate? By the way, did that get swept under the rug? What's that? Paper toss? The the Bounty Gate? <clears throat> like that's I'm not hearing anything about that. And so, his constituency, a so water full full of who, shit. Who, <laughs> where? Where's the? Oh God, Dave! We... Half of his base is Jack's off to the military every night. That's all you hear is "Oh, support the troops, support the troops." Well, you're you're the troops that you support have apparently had bounties on their heads, and either a Trump knew about it and didn't do shit, or b he now knows about it and still hasn't done shit. So where's the uproar about that, <clears throat> patriots? Oh, we gotta, Dave. We gotta talk about fun stuff. God damn it. Here's some fun shit. Uh, God damn huh, it. Fuck. Oh, God. Fuck him a thousand times Dave, over. You bur- I've never been more embarrassed to be an American. I want you to. I've never been more ashamed take, to be a fucking American. Take that like, rage and put ugh. it into
1: the tightest, firmest burger patty you can make with that burger, press. I want to see you make we're, a five pound patty. Uh, That's only a half inch tall and four inches across. It's going to be a diamond. You're going to make a diamond out of ground meat with this
0: rage. (laughs) God damn it. And as as if we're not having enough fun in Portland with unidentified uh, Homeland Security agents scooping people up and throwing them into rented minivans. Uh, Homeland Security, Chicago Tribune right now. Homeland Security making plans to deploy some 150 agents in Chicago this week. (laughs) Chicago's going to shoot back. (laughs) <laughs> Look out! Yeah. Chicago's gonna shoot back.
1: No,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, oh, he's oh, he uh, went on record today saying he's uh, something about he's gonna deploy uh, more officers to uh, many liberal cities. Uh, Chicago was one, I think he mentioned Oakland, a uh, few others. I don't see what he does, and I I don't know enough about martial law, but like, is this? Is Portland just a? Is this just a run through? Is this just a dress rehearsal? What the fuck is going on? That's what people think it
1: is. People think it's like a practice session. Like, see, like we're just running around, picking people up, letting them know we could do it. <laughs> Anyway, hey, so you're going to move to Costa Rica?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: I want. I want to talk about fun (laughs) things. I was getting. I was getting caught up too, and nobody wants the heroes Mm -hmm. just be two mad dudes at each other.
0: No, and I understand that. And yes, listeners, uh, I understand that. You know, at some point, you're you're eager for us to get back to ghouls and goblins, but Jesus Christ, you can't. I can't ignore this shit. I can't ignore it. And I'm not political. I'm, I'm not a, I don't know shit about shit. I'm dumb as fuck. All right. But Jesus Christ, every day there's another example of our nation crumbling. I'm just, I, I, I can't well, talk about the fucking Loch Ness monster right now. Sorry. As,
1: be, as you know, as far as being a, a citizen of America and want to have like, you know, one of those things for like, for all its faults, I still want to be proud of it, and, that, and that's that's not that doesn't yeah. exist right now. That there's no no there's no pr- there's no pride. There's not. i um, uh, you know and, it, and, 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 and you know what, but also would not look like <clears throat> be hard. Pr- you want to see what's on page five of your Google search results is maybe something to be proud about right now. But right, the oh. first five pages are going to be like, well, here's this, here's that,
0: dude. <laughs> Uh, I think I mentioned this last week, and you and I have talked about this off the air. But I'm seriously <laughs> considering trying to relocate abroad. Um, it's I, you know I'm not. I always wonder like if you're just no one group
1: a group of problems for another. But
0: yeah, and and I understand. And by the way, let me preface this by saying on the Stoneberg, somebody uh, I, I mentioned that I wasn't. Uh, uh, I'm not a patriot, and they're like, well, the opposite of a patriot is a traitor. Okay, so those are my only two fucking choices. Uh, no, I'm not a patriot. I'm not. I don't mm-hmm. understand this. I like living in America. I acknowledge that it is a pretty good country. I don't know about this rah-rah bullshit of greatest country on earth, uh, I, I, I appreciate I acknowledge and appreciate uh, some of the liberties that are afforded to me. and And I like America itself. I've traveled to forty eight out of the fifty country uh, states in this country. i've I've been almost everywhere in this country and and I love I, I love Americans, most of them. And I love American culture. There's a lot of things about American culture I love. but our history and our government, has not shown a whole lot for us to be proud about. If you go back to history, the way this country was founded, just, hey, we're just going to slaughter a race of people that were here first. Okay. Uh, There's your first problem. And and then the way we treat our own citizens. Oh, black people. Hey, you're three fifths of a person. Fuck off and get over it. (laughs) So no, I'm not a blind loyalist patriot. Okay. But that doesn't necessarily mean I'm a traitor. There's a lot I like about America. That being said, Even before all this, I've always had, in the back of my mind, this desire to to travel abroad and maybe one day live abroad. And due to the crumbling horse shit that is all around us, I think that day is going to be sooner than later. So anyway, Kyle, I've got the six countries. I've got six. apparently the six best countries for Americans to relocate to, according to uh, volunteercard.com. So, they, they did all this research and they based it on uh, basically uh, three um, criteria uh, quality of life, cost of living, and satisfaction from current expats. Uh, number one on the list uh, Canada. That's uh, kind of obvious just based on its proximity. Uh, very high quality of life. I wish. Uh, cost I, of living I, is a. I wish go Canada ahead.
1: was just warmer. Exactly. That's my only exactly. beef. That's I would, my only
0: beef. I would already be there if it was a little warmer. Um but good quality of life. Um cost of living is six percent lower than the US. Uh so a lot of a lot of expats, uh American expats over there in uh Canada. Number two surprised me, Bahrain. Bahrain, apparently, uh, quality of life's pretty high. they got a thriving economy. Uh, it's, uh, public safety is pretty high. Cost of living is 17% lower than the U.S. I'll just mow through these real quick. I won't spend a lot of time. Oh, this is the one that I got my eye on. Costa Rica, number three. Costa Rica. Uh, quality of life, incredibly high. Another website did a uh, study recently, and I don't know how they judge this, but uh, apparently... Um, People who live in Costa Rica are among the happiest people in the world. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh,
1: that's what the government tells them to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know people but, uh, love Costa uh, Rica. Th- and you know you what know, I got to think mm-hmm. about? Bugs. I, I, I realized that yeah. that's the bane of my existence in my age is are bugs.
0: Mm-hmm the jungle yeah Ooh. i've thought about bugs, that too yeah. any type of uh tropical it's basically a tropical rainforest there so you're going to get all kinds of crazy bugs and wildlife but uh quality of life is very high due to uh, incredible weather and uh the uh, cost of living is 22% less than america i've actually been toying around on uh, real estate websites and you'd be you'd be surprised um i mean you could get like <laughs> You can get, like, a four-bedroom, three-bath home many, in Costa Rica. How many like, online like books
1: do you have to sell <laughs>
0: for
1: that <laughs> four-bedroom
0: Costa Rican Beach Palace, Dave? <laughs> yeah, not too many. Not a lot. They have... They have eight hundred miles of coastline. They have two coasts. They've got the Caribbean coast to the north and the Pacific coast to the south. So the the, the whole country itself is about the size of West Virginia. But they have eight hundred miles of coastline. Uh, cost of living is twenty two percent less than the United States. Uh, let's see where else. Number four, Taiwan. How bigger the mosquitoes? Um,
1: I would give Trump another four years if he promised to get rid of mosquitoes.
0: <laughs> Taiwan is single very issue voter. Way. Oh what?
1: Wow. <laughs> whoever gets rid of
0: mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, New Zealand. Uh new Zealand, new Zealand, ain't Zealand anybody uh, beautiful.
1: In. New Zealand it's New Zealand no? for its own sake, just seal itself off. You don't need any assholes ruining <laughs> that beautiful book. Honestly, it's an island nation. Seal yourself off. Be amazing, mm-hmm. friendly people. The rest of the world can die of fucking COVID and then repopulate with your good vibes, New Zealand. That's what I'm saying. For for the for the earth, for the sake of the earth. Seal yourself off. Don't let anybody in.
0: Man, I've uh, ever since. (laughs) I know I sound like such a fucking idiot. Ever since i seen those. uh, those, I can't even remember the fucking name of the movies now. What's that trilogy? Lord of the Rings. Ever since I saw that, I was like, holy shit, New Zealand's pretty rad. Uh, Man, I'd love to live in the Shire. That'd be so cool. Have a little half underground house like that with sod on top of the roof. Did we talk about that
1: last week? I tried watching it and I I couldn't do it, man.
0: Yeah, we've talked about okay. it. Yeah, you got to be in the right frame of mind. Uh, and lastly, number six on this list is also one I've got my eye on: Portugal. Portugal. Uh, you, okay, you very, were talking uh, about
1: this the other day. Portugal,
0: very appealing. Uh, oh, dude, I've been looking at Portuguese real estate. <laughs> dude, I found a five bedroom home for two hundred thousand dollars. I'm gonna move to where, fucking Portugal where, and eat a bunch of pork.
1: Where? Where is two five bedroom? Yeah, seriously. <clears throat> Well, we you better start reminding yeah. people the Patreon more often if yeah, you want exactly. to afford this <laughs> this lifestyle. Better start. We better no, might, we, we might have to get this video content up and running if we're going to pull off this Portuguese move No, for that's you. my
0: point. I don't need a 5 bedroom home, but you can get a 5 bedroom home for like $200,000 over there. What's uh what's a nice 3 bedroom, 2 bath going to cost me? 100 grand. Jeez, you know what the mortgage on 100 grand is like 400 bucks a month. So that's that's where my mind's at right now is I, I'm 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 figuring out what I'm paying what Katie and I are paying for a one bedroom in Long Beach, California. And I'm like, huh? I could get uh, I could get quite a nice palatial estate in Portugal it's for when what I'm find paying out, in rent. Here's when
1: you find out that ground beef is ninety dollars a gram. <laughs>
0: No, uh, everything's cheap over there, although the the downside to that is salaries are very low as well. So, I mean, it's like anywhere else, you know, if (laughs) you... If cost of so living's gonna cheap, then your salary's going to be, be low. Oh, yeah. And if cost of living's high, at least you're going to make some good money. Yes, so it, it's all relative. Happens. But uh, dude, the two that I've seriously about. got my eye on is Portugal and Costa Rica. That's the that's, only yeah, problem with yeah, Costa Rica, from what I've uh, learned, is the what's what's internet's not right, great over there. there. And by the way, I've got to keep the boogey monster going, so I need internet. I need good Wi-Fi so we so we could do this. Oh man, Do they hang up on you, buddy? There he is. What, did you touch your ear? Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't even realize at that time. Usually it's when I'm laughing and I have to push my earbud back in. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, Costa Rica, uh, the only negative, not probably not the only negative, but one of the negatives is they say uh, infrastructure and uh, is not great, including uh, Wi-Fi. Their, their Internet's not great over there. And so we can't move there. We
1: can't do... do the podcast if you move to Costa Rica.
0: Yeah, so I guess I'm just going to move to Portugal and then, you know. We'll just uh, work, <laughs> we to work on the coordinator time change, with the time difference. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know this sounds like a pie in the sky dream, but I'm I'm not going to say I'm dead serious, but I'm seriously considering it in terms of like two or three years down the road. Well, here's the other thing we have to think about too, and this is something that Americans, fortunately, I guess, have never had to think about. But what happens? What happens hypothetically? What happens one day? When we become refugees, imagine that concept, an American refugee where we have to fucking get out because California's broken off into the ocean or the, the whole country's engulfed in a civil war. What happens when, what? dude, you got to pack up and get the fuck out? I mean, we think that's a ridiculous hypothetical, but it happens all over the world, and it has happened since the beginning of time. People have been forced out of their homeland. Oh, yeah. I mean, we... What, what happens we, if America ever faces We only
1: that? know our small timeline on this earth. Mm-hmm. You know, so we think that, you know, rah-rah America, you know, we you know, we know our, our, our parents' generation and our generation, to some extent, I'd say mm-hmm. our grandparents' generation, but... You know, I don't remember my grandfather going, hey, you're six. Let me tell you about what World War II was like. You're not going to tell that to a six-year-old and what they had to go through. But And and then that generation, you know, they they didn't know the great country of America. They knew the turn of the century. Mm -hmm. We had a big, big old hot flash in the pan, maybe. And it's, you Mm -hmm. know, we, we just... Why, why is this, this, this obsession with being first? Like, no, why can't a collection of people just, uh, why can't it just, you know, everybody, let's do well and help each other. Not this, yeah. we got to be first. That's, I always, all these free market fuckers that just mm-hmm. like want less government, want less government. Also, we got to bring a, manufacturing back to America. You don't get to have both. You want free market, blame your greedy friends that sent all the manufacturing over to China to get it done cheaper. China didn't take your job. Greedy corporations who figured out how to make their shit cheaper took your job, Mm -hmm. and they sold it to China.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and that is the appeal of some of these other countries, and, and doing a little research recently, is just the mindset of, and I'm not gonna, even going to get into capitalism and things like that, but just the mindset. Like in Costa Rica, uh, they have a, their slogan is uh, Pura Vida, which is pure life, and someone was explaining it, it's like… It's not all about money and success and status. It's about enjoying your life and, and enjoying your surroundings. Yeah, and our slogan just, is "Land of the so, Free," and we're
1: throwing people in unmarked minivans. So, it's not, exactly.
0: Go, <laughs> cool. but just this American mindset of, and I guess it is rooted in capitalism of of just go go go, achieve achieve mm-hmm. achieve, earn money. Like, dude, I. It. it I mean. I'm just not interested in that as much as I was 15, 20 years well, ago. Now it's like, how do I want to spend the last half of my life?
1: And you also have, like,
0: a universal
1: skill set of being able to cook.
0: Mm-hmm. And, be, and not, not being
1: able to mimic recipes, but make your own. That, that I mean, that's universal. I mean, look at look, where do you go here. Where it doesn't matter what language they speak. You're just like, I want no, the number three menu meal. and Give yeah. it to me. Because... Cooked that that food is going to translate, mm-hmm. and so that's you know, it's that kind of stuff where it's like, I think you could make it because of something. I wouldn't say it, it would be easy, but
0: yeah, go down. No, the- and I've thought about that. I've thought about you know, I, I wonder if they have many American style barbecue restaurants in Portugal. I wonder if that's a, a demand. That uh they maybe I could meet well they were, I mean when I was in
1: Seoul when I was in South Korea, they had Itaewon, which was like America town because like mean, you think about you have Chinatown, you know you have mm-hmm. uh you know ethnic neighborhoods here, and that's what they had there There's so many Americans and it was a guy that traveled the world and settled there, but he's like, you know what, I like burgers, and I've tasted burgers all over mm-hmm. the world, I want to make the best burger. And so I'm going to do mm-hmm. it here because like the people that are hanging out in this neighborhood would want this burger. The same way you're like, oh mm-hmm. man, I had this weird like this great soup, this you know Korean soup. I'm going to go to Koreatown to get this soup because I mean, there. I think you could do something
0: like that. Yeah, I've seriously considered Dave, it. Uh, Dave's because... Beach Shack. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got you know the natives may not be familiar, but may be into. Uh, the foreign cuisine of texas style barbecue or whatever maybe. but then you also have expats that maybe crave that, really, that you got that a lot of expats don't have access there. to it yeah and then you got i've got a list here you got
1: that south Go american ahead. you got i mean well they got all the access to the meat and everything down there there's still mm-hmm. i mean i don't know what costa rican food is but central american food i think that's not too far
0: yeah off. No, you're you're right there, you know, not far from South America where, you know, Argentina is like beef country. That's all they eat is beef in Argentina. But uh, speaking of expats, I got some stats here that I found interesting as far as, uh, I never really thought about this, but, you know, Americans living abroad, I know that that concept exists. I just didn't know uh, to what extent, but Mm -hmm. uh, here's the top seven countries uh, with American expats. Mexico is number one on the list with 850,000 Americans who are living in Mexico Man, right I now. I love Mexico. Uh, yeah, I've never been, but uh, I've, I've actually been looking into Mexico, too. I mean, the only problem there is got to make sure you're in the right locale and not get caught up in <clears throat> narco-violence. Um, well, I mean, Canada again, has, people. Go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say, you think about what news you get. Mm-hmm. If you only hear about the most violent stuff, because that's what makes the headlines, what do you think people get mm-hmm. about America?
0: Yeah, so absolutely. definitely, we, and it's get, a huge country. Yeah, it's like we, it's like saying, oh, oh, there's violence in Chicago. I don't want to move to America. Well, you could move to the, Montana, or that's you know. what I'm saying. It's there's, a huge country. Beautiful. Get away from there's it.
1: large cities that have good and bad parts, and there's a country. There's national parks. Uh, mm-hmm. Hell yeah, Mexico.
0: Love me. Sometimes. You enjoyed Mexico when you were down there,
1: dude. I, if I wasn't in the midst of, it was before I had my gout diagnosed, so I, I didn't know what was wrong with me, and I couldn't walk while I was there. For what one of the trips when I was there, Rachel and I went on vacation like we went to where we go Tulum, and it was just it was right. like it was like if it was like if a white girl Instagram influencer started a beach town. It was we yeah. had a good time because we enjoy. You know, we have a good time traveling, but it was just macrame dream catchers and shit and, like, Instagram walls with the angel wings painted on them. Not Mexico. We'll not call that. We did go into the town, and then that's where, like, oh, this feels like we're in Mexico, and this is cool. We're trying to restaurants and everything. But Mexico City, man, just I wish I got to spend more time there, but Mm -hmm. I was still eating meat when I was there, and I was just, oh, man. Food, buddy, <laughs> the food. Yeah. Holy crap! Holy so, went oh. went to a place in Monterey where it's like, yeah, this is like doesn't feel that far off <clears throat> from America, except they have a stuffed lion fighting a stuffed tiger, and they were both both what? both animals wearing gold crowns, and just in the corner of the restaurant, that was what was on display. Oh wow! That was part of the decoration. Like, like literally a
0: taxidermy taxidermy
1: lighting lion fighting a taxidermy tiger or pants some other Jesus. big cat it was a cat cabrolita cabriolita is what we were eating it's baby goat which I was there okay. with like the guy who's taking me around and his friend and they were very proud of it not my favorite thing I don't I did not mind goat when I would eat it but baby goat was a little yeah. uh a little gamey for my tastes. Hmm. But, yeah. uh but the uh f- the feeling and I think it was like a big like drug dealer hangout so that's why it was like decorated mm. all crazy.
0: Hmm. So Mexico is number 1 on the list, uh, most uh, American expats at 850,000, Canada number 2 with uh, just over 300,000, the UK has uh, about 220,000 Americans over there. Germany at number four, uh, just over 100,000. Australia has 90,000. Israel at number six with 80,000. And South Korea has 72,000 mm-hmm. uh, American expats. And I wonder if those numbers include uh, military, or if these are just private citizens. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't know uh, how that works. Yeah, but anyway, a lot of... Uh, a lot of expats, yeah, I never really thought about that. Like, it's just—it's funny how, when you're brought up in America, you just—you just think that the world begins and ends in America. And in reality, what are we like? I don't know. I think we're like five percent of the global population. So, like, I mean, pun intended. But there's a whole other world out there. <laughs> Like, it's crazy. Well, and it's um, hard
1: to leave. I mean, you got, I mean, you know, when people have family, I mean, it's shit. I mean, think mm-hmm. about moving out of the same city is rough. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's your family's your support girl. You know how it works. Like, shit, you're working and you have kids. And so now your grandparents who aren't working anymore take care of their grandkids. While well, you're working to provide a family. Like, that's kind of the, the you know, the the system that's set up. We stay close to home. Yeah. Uh, I'm Sam.
0: Yeah, and I think that's part of uh, what's, I mean, obviously allowing me to even entertain this idea is, is not having fam- close family ties in terms of, you know, I don't have kids, I don't have a job that has necessarily uh, got me tethered anywhere. Uh so you know, I and I, I recognize that I'm kind of in a unique situation. I, I know it's a lot harder to even entertain these thoughts when you've mm-hmm. got a, a nine to five and kids and, and roots, but I, I don't have any roots anywhere. So but, um Yeah, I mean and like I said, part of part of this is, is daydreaming and part of it is paranoia.
1: <laughs> well, I mean it it's it's a hard plan to put into action. Mm-hmm. El Rey de Cabrito. That's the restaurant I went to. Sorry, that's what I was looking for. I was trying to find a picture of this hmm. goat fighting a lion to make sure I wasn't just making it up. Um. Uh. Yeah, it's uh, like. How, I mean, shit. You mean you moved? You moved across? Here, here you go. I'm sending the pic. I was right. It's two lions fighting each other, and I'm sending you. Not that this is good uh podcasting. But just to prove to Dave that I was correct about what was happening in this restaurant, <clears throat> there you go. There's a picture of inside the restaurant. There's a taxidermy. Maybe they're two lions. I I don't know. It was just <clears throat> there's a lot going on at that restaurant. Um. Yeah, dude, you got to think about like you know you get lonely. You know the people that I know that have moved abroad. It's you know it's rough. And, and, and then. That then you get to empathize with what you know an immigrant's experience to hear is if you don't speak the language, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and why the communities like Chinatown and stuff like that spring up. It's because, all right, well, you don't have family, but you have that community mm-hmm. to support each other, yeah. So that's what you got to think about. You it looks like you're gonna have to learn some Spanish one way or another, whether it be European, Spain, Spanish, or. Central American Spanish. Portuguese. Portuguese. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess Portuguese. Yeah. What else is, is mm-hmm. Portuguese? That's, um. Forget, Brazil. What, is it Brazil? That's Portuguese. And
0: Portugal. Yeah, Brazil, Portugal, a couple other real small places, but those are the two primary ones.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm assuming Costa Rica is just plain old Spanish.
1: You guys Dumb all speak old plain old Spanish down here.
0: Mm hmm.
1: You all speaking that plain old Spanish? Oh,
0: boy. So, um, yeah, man. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, just, I don't know. I, I, I like to entertain the thought of, I don't know. And We've talked about this off the air. I don't know if it's me getting older or what, but just I feel, like, or maybe it's my blood pressure. I feel like the clock is ticking, and I want to, uh, I, I just want to experience as, as many different things as possible, and I've just never... I've never been in that mindset. I'm so, if I accomplish nothing else in this life, and I'm not saying that this is wrong for the people who do go this way, but if I accomplish nothing else, I just don't, I'm glad I'm probably not going to die in the town that I was born in. And I I know people from high school that, you know, and again, hey, if that, to each its own, but uh, there's just such a a big world out there. And I, I just feel like I've, barely scratched the surface. And I have, I've, I've, I haven't even left the country except for Canada. I went to Canada for a week, big whoop. I just feel like there's so much else. And I know I can't see everything and experience everything, but I feel like I owe it to myself to at least experience a little more than what I
1: have. Dave, Dave, do you ever do, uh, I catch myself doing this. I don't know if you do it. Like you look back at like pick a time frame, five years or ten years, where you were where you are now. and Like, Mm -hmm. if you're surprised or disappointed with how that went. And for me, I'm Uh usually surprised. Like, oh, shit, I'm here. Yeah, me too. I'm glad I kept pursuing comedy. But also, you know, especially after, like, the moving to L.A. first off and then moving to L.A. and then getting some work being a comedian. But for people, like... It's so intimidating. Like I'm not. I don't want to make it sound simple. Like you just got to pick up and go. You got to be a free spirit. That shit's hard. It is
0: difficult, Yeah, but it, it's rewarding.
1: It is, but you don't. The re, the rewards aren't obvious right away. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's yeah. where it's like I never want to act like. It, but once you, I, I I will say to anybody is like once you do it you'll. For me, it's like once I do something, I look back, I'm like, I really wish I would have done that sooner. And to always remember that feeling the next time I'm hesitant about doing something new. Because,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I am hyper-aware of the aging process and being physically less and less able to do things. That's I. Uh-huh. I had a buddy who was always planning on, like, When he was 18, he was already like, well, and then I'll retire when I'm 60 and I'll be able to do this. I'm like, man, I get the flip side of like, yeah, but you could be bankrupt when you're 30 because you live this other way. But Mm -hmm. just the the, even when you're if you're bankrupt when you're 30, at least physically, maybe physically and mentally, you could still handle being bankrupt. Mm hmm. But I just never understood that, man. I j- it just did not make sense to me. I know it makes sense. No, Secu- me neither. Security and safety are important values to some people. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man. Yeah,
0: and I get that.
1: I can sit there at 60 but, going, boy, oh, yeah, I'm going to hike the Appalachian Trail now that I got two fake knees and glaucoma. Like, no, nah, man, that's not how mm-hmm. life works. You, you are here for a short time. Yeah. Short time. Mm-hmm. And you're wasting it listening to the boogie monster right now. What's, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Even just with podcasts, there's such better options. <laughs> anyway, we've got a Patreon going on right now. It's going to Dave's, moving to a third world country to start an overpriced barbecue restaurant. <laughs> hey, what do you live in a shack? Oh, Don't God. worry, these ribs are 20 bucks. <laughs> 4 bucks a month people. Come oh, you on. only have a bag of seashells. All right. Well, I guess we'll figure out how this works. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> just bartering.
1: Maybe that, but maybe that's the ideal. It's just, yeah, barter system. No taxes, no worries. Yeah.
0: By the way, I've already had people reaching out and I appreciate it. But I've had four people reach out this week and want to donate to my uh, feed the homeless barbecue nonprofit. Um, so, I'm not there yet. I'm not. I'm not there yet. So uh, hold off on those donations. I don't want to get caught up in some sort of uh, scandal here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, that's another. Maybe I, maybe I'll combine uh, two of my recent uh, dreams here. Maybe I'll maybe I'll move to Costa Rica and, and feed uh, poor natives uh, barbecue for free. I don't know.
1: Well, Let's I'd see. say right now, maybe you just be like, hey, 50 bucks, you know, it's like the, what is it, the 80 cents a day feeds these poor children. You know exactly how much food uh-huh. you're going to make. You'd be like, all right, I'm going to make this, I made this bunch of food that I gave away, and it cost me 50 bucks. So if people mm-hmm. want to donate towards that 50 bucks, were expenses were covered. You cap it at 50. So therefore, you're, yeah. you're, not, you're not doing it as a profit. Maybe you throw another 10 bucks on there for the labor involved, and the, and the,
0: kindness of your heart
1: but I think, true. I think that's a good thing man
0: uh speaking of which there's a company uh, not a company speaking listen to me oh, um, there's which? a group there's a group doing there's a group doing that right there in your neck of the woods right now um uh, riot ribs oh i uh, saw on twitter that. Yeah. it's at at Riot Ribs, and uh, basically they're doing the same thing, uh, but more focused on the protesters, and and of course you know they're they're feeding anybody who who wants to uh, to come up. But apparently I've been following them on Twitter, and apparently they're out there twenty four seven. Their fe- their uh, their Twitter thing here, feeding everybody and anybody twenty four seven at the blue tent at uh, Southwest Salmon and Fourth Avenue. Food is always free. Donations. Uh, their Cash App. Is uh, dollar sign riot ribs? Yeah, like want to see to unmarked fan
1: feds ask for a few racks of ribs, see if yeah, anybody and everybody. <laughs> <Yeah. clears
0: throat>
1: Although, but, maybe, uh, I mean, honestly, I, maybe that's a subvert because to me, ribs is not a riot food.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know. Then now you got sl- <laughs> trying to slow everybody down. You got you're <laughs> you're
1: full. You got yeah. You can't eat and protest. Like that's not something you could eat quick. And then you got saucy yeah. hands. You can't hold your signs. Yeah. You got the itis. Yeah, to yeah. Your mask gonna isn't going to fit properly precinct. with all that barbecue sauce all over your face.
0: <laughs> oh
1: Appreciate man! Appreciate the spirit, but seriously, but I, I think, think that Riot Dave, Riot Foods, a Riot <laughs> recipe list yeah. from Dave. That's what you got to do okay. by next week. What's a good? You okay. can hold it in one hand. It's going to. It's got to have protein and carbs. Burritos,
0: yeah. yeah. Burritos and wraps, uh, sandwiches, burgers, yeah. I know like, rib
1: meat, whenever it's like it falls off the bone, which is kind of a creepy way to
0: describe things also. (laughs) And it's overcooked if it's falling off the bone, by the way. Is it?
1: But then if you could do that, just get it off the bone. Just give me, like, a rib meat sandwich.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a, a, oh, dude, a homemade McRib? Get out of town. (laughs) What if the McRib was good? What a great concept that would be.
1: you have a burger press. It doesn't mean just Mm -hmm. burger has to go in there. Oh, I like what you're thinking. I, can't, I I. 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 might not eat it, but I got the ideas. Mm. It falls off the mm. bone right into that burger press. Boom. Yeah. Dense rib patty with a little homemade Dave sauce on it.
0: Homemade sauce, a little raw onion, some pickle. Oh, boy. I
1: might. Oh, boy. Maybe I'll break edge. Maybe if I get down Long Beach, I'll break edge for some of that. <laughs> I kept claiming I was going to break edge for... For Holland Rays,
0: mm-hmm. So far, God, so I miss Helen Rays.
1: We all do, Dave. We all do. But
0: well, things are good there. Uh, You're I mean, staying safe.
1: You know, if I don't think about the world, they're fine. Yeah. I just stay in the backyard drinking rosé and petness. Us- we got a stray cat. Here's one to take some shit on. We we've been calling her Helen after Helen Keller because we thought she was blind and deaf. But I think she's just putting you us. Is got on. a cat? Well, just a stray cat that hangs out in the yard. But That's since awesome. we've been feeding it, she she lets us pet it. But it kept like oh. I was like I think it was pretending to be blind because be like we're over here, come back, <laughs> and it'll like look around like I don't know where you are. But then if. It, it, they can see a bee across the yard. Like it's not. She's putting us on. But hey, you know what? You play your games. We'll play ours. It's fine. But yeah. So oh, I just that's great. Just sit a fire pit. Man, did you realize you can replace all your televisions with just a fire pit? Oh, dude. I went. Dude. I went back. Brought my PlayStation up here. Brought a TV up here. Barely touch the thing. You just dude. sit and watch fire pit. Same shit, man. I wasn't paying attention to I couldn't get through Lord of the Rings by watching Fire Pit for three hours.
0: <laughs> I don't go figure. Oh man. Well, good times, buddy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And um so you and uh, you and the missus are all right?
0: <clears throat> oh, we're doing great. Uh I forgot to mention this. I've been home alone all week. Oh, okay. Um Ooh, just being a rascal. Really short her. Long beach rascal, yeah, Dave dad. Stone. <laughs> exactly she's been with her dad this week uh he's 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 recovering still from that broken hip yeah uh so he still can't live alone and uh the last few months her nephews have been living with him yeah and uh but they had to go up to alaska to a wedding uh their dad's getting remarried so they're, they're gone so she popped over there and stayed the week uh with with her dad okay and uh <laughs> so i've just i've been home alone just 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 mashing just weird rudderless. shit into that just,
1: burger press <laughs> just
0: Putzing around doing nothing.
1: Old Massacre Dave Stone making an old Dick and Balls burger by himself. Watch.
0: <laughs> Trying to see if he could feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Did I hang up on you again? No. Well, now you did. Okay, oh, there you, you are. Go. All right. Oh, okay. No. no, there you are. All right. Uh, no, but yeah, just been uh, just completely putzing around. Uh, it's funny, mm. man, how, I don't know, I guess I'm getting too domesticated, but... I don't know what to do without her. I'm just I'm just here by myself. No, that's um, that's a nice, that's a good feeling to have. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I did uh, I did go over there uh, the other night. Uh, I smoked a uh, pork shoulder and brought it over, yeah. and we had a nice little uh, family dinner, and then uh, we went on a late night heated swimming pool swim. Uh, a little late night swim in action. Late night heated swim sounds
1: like you're just in the
0: pool arguing with each other. <laughs> yeah i didn't didn't articulate that uh the best but uh I wonder if anybody's yeah, ever gotten just, a fight uh, in
1: a hot tub hmm. that would be fun to listen to yeah. as people getting a, yeah. a, a, an argument in a hot tub <laughs> that's a tumbler hot tub arguments let me see that let me yeah see that security <laughs> cam footage from your condominium
0: but, yeah, man, little late-night swim. Oh, night swim. It was like buddy. midnight, just out there putzing Dog around the pool the in the shallow end, having a good time. Is tunnel. it hot as shit down there? Uh, no, it wasn't too bad, wasn't too, especially when the sun went down. It was, it was, uh, it was nice.
1: Hey, fun so. Hey, fun stuff. You go see Comet Neo Wise at all? Only maybe a day or two
0: left. I tried to. You you reminded me of it that and night, him. and I went out for like 20 minutes and walked around just staring at the sky, and I couldn't find it. It's, you saw
1: it? Yeah, you got to look. If you're looking at nighttime, I think they said about 10, well, at least last week it was 10 p.m. If you're looking north to northwest, split the, you know, and it's not, it's kind of close, not, you know, close above the horizon. Don't look too far up in the sky. It's hard to see with the naked eye. Wait, eyes, is it still not, there? It might be. I, you know, go go look up on the computer. I'm not going to speak okay. from uh, any expertise here. But it was it was just something neat to see. It, you know, like what, yeah. You could see it with the naked eye, but not really well. But it was just a neat thing to see. Also, we've been seeing the International Space Station pass it over. I guess it passes mm-hmm. about every 90 minutes. And there's also okay. some meteor showers coming up that I checked out. So, nice. non-COVID, pandemic, race war... Crumbling democracy news. <laughs> there's some fun stuff in the sky to check out. I feel like that dude they called into Coast to Coast who was like right before they would get into any conspiracy or like, well, the, Z, the Zionists wanted to. There's just some guy going, well, there's going to be a meteor shower and that'll be lovely to view in the sky. And like just some pleasant dude who would call in with news about the stars.
0: <laughs> but, Did you bring your telescope up there? No, nah, I mean, it didn't fit in the car in this
1: last run. So uh. unfortunately, no. And i I'm kind of kicking myself
0: about it right now. But all right, Chacho. All right, buddy. Uh, July 24th. When is that? That's that's Friday? That's Friday, oh, it's man. It's the 24th. Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah what do we Another got? Kyle Kinane we got, special. Got
1: old old trampoline and ditch coming out everywhere on Friday. Hell yeah. Hey Girl is on Fridays with me and Matt Bronger on holdthephone.tv. Uh, the what, nice. what, Stoneberg's comes out. What days? Today?
0: Stoneberg's every Monday. Mondays. Yeah, every Monday. And, uh, yeah, if I'm going to re- relocate abroad, uh, l- l- let's go ahead and push those cookbooks a little more. Uh, dumbdavestone.com. i got three different cookbooks. And, uh, oh yeah, holler at me. Also, offer still stands. If you're in a pinch and you need some recipes, I give them to you for free. What do I care? Oh, get but, you. Uh, yeah, man.
1: Right, yeah, man. dude. Homemade McRib. That's what I want to hear about coming up now.
0: I'll do it, man. I'm on it. All right, buddy. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Be safe. See you.
1: The Boogie Monster. network